So here's the thing. Right before we came up on stage, I'm standing there, I'm talking to Pastor Dave, and I'm looking through the sermon, and for some reason my tablet went to close the sermon down, and now it will not reopen it. So, so we're going to kind of wing it. Um, so we are working our way through our Catalyst series. Um, I had the scientific definition that Dave used last week. I had it written down, and now I can't remember it. But basically, we're using it for that thing that moves us forward, that thing that is the the beginning of causing a a change or a stirring or a movement in your life. We started the series off with Tim Walk, who uh, talked to us about leaning into your identity. He talked about King David and the heart of King David, how God sees beyond what we see on the outside to see what's on the inside and that our identity is actually defined by our soul. So we should lean into that. Then it was followed the next week by Pastor Dave talking about unity and our diversity and leaning into the thing that makes us different, but the thing that can make us unique to play the position that we were called to play uh, in the body. Last week, Pastor Dave preached about leaning into your passions, and he used the book of Nehemiah to display the leaning into the passions. See, Nehemiah, after learning the news of the destruction of Israel, he had a passion to go back and and rebuild it, and he prayed for months, and he prayed for months, and he never let it go until his prayer was heard, and the king sent him back to rebuild the land of Jerusalem. Bear with me. I'm trying to pull up the scripture I want to use today. So today we're going to be talking about the story of Zacharias, and it's found in the book of Luke, chapter 19. We're going to be working our way through verses 1 through 10. And it starts off, it reads, And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans or tax collectors, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus. He sought to see who he, who Jesus was, and could not for the press of the crowd because he was little of stature. And he ran before and he climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for Jesus was to pass that way. So the first catalyst in Zacchaeus's story is the fact that he sees Jesus, but he finds himself in a crowd that he cannot see around, he cannot see beyond. So the choice that he makes is to climb up into the sycamore tree so that way he can see Jesus as he passes by. Zacchaeus made the original choice to do something that others were not willing to do. Have you ever found yourself at a point in your life where you cannot see your way forward or you cannot see over the people that you have around you. It's it's the fact that maybe you guys don't see things the same when it comes to society. Maybe you don't exactly believe the same. Maybe you don't have the same visions. Maybe you don't have the same goals, but you find yourself living in the shadow of the people that are around you. So I bring Zacchaeus to you today to say that sometimes you have to do that thing that other people are not willing to do. Sometimes you have to find your tree to climb up in so that way you can see around and see above and beyond the crowd that you have around you. 
This is also true in our church family. This is also true in our church home. See, I've learned throughout time that sometimes there's a catalyst that happens. And the pastor in his soul is called to make a change and go a different direction. But the church itself is not ready to change. So the pastor finds himself trapped in a church following a calling that is no longer his own. Now, this is also true and vice versa. There are times that the pastor's vision has outgrown the church, or the, the, the pastor's vision is smaller than the vision that the church has. The church is ready to make a move. The church is ready to change who they are and maybe invite other people in. The pastor's vision is still held here, but the pastor being the lead of the church overshadows the desire of the church, and the church itself does not change. So I say to you, ask yourself today, what is it that is blocking your view from being able to see that place where God is trying to take you to? Who are those that you have around you that are towering over you to where you cannot see the salvation that is getting ready to pass you? The thing I like about the story of Zacchaeus, though, is that there's not just one catalyst and there's not just one reaction to the catalyst. There's actually two catalysts which have three reactions, three events, or three lessons, as I like to call them. The second catalyst, or the, 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 the second reaction, actually exists inside of the same first catalyst. See, the Bible makes it an, an, an intention. It tells you that Zacharias was a man of little stature. It makes it a point to tell you that Zacharias was short. The Bible tells you exactly what it wants you to know. So in essence, being short was Zacchaeus's limitation. But Zacchaeus did not let his limitation hold him back. Instead, once again, he climbed the tree so that he could see salvation that was getting ready to pass his way. Jesus looks up. Starting at verse 5, it says, When Jesus came to this place, he looked up, and he saw him, and he said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at that house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. See, Zacchaeus took his limitation, and he turned it into his breakthrough. Because not only did Jesus notice Zacchaeus up there in the tree, Jesus called Zacchaeus by name. There is something about when Jesus calls you by name. There is something about when Jesus looks up at the place that nobody is noticing you, and he sees you, and he calls you to sup with him. Zacchaeus could have went home. Zacchaeus could have complained that he wasn't able to see the Messiah because he was too short. Zacchaeus could have went and he could have felt dejected because the crowds around him, they didn't notice him because of his stature. But instead, Zacchaeus took his limitation and he made it that thing that rose him to a new level. I submit to you today, what are your limitations? What are the things that you are working through that make you feel that you cannot live into your purpose? Are you coming from a place of addiction? And you feel like people will not listen to you because of the shame that you have acquired while you were in the streets? Are you getting farther up in age and you feel like maybe you can't survive or maybe you can't live or maybe you can't produce and be a productive member of society inside of this younger generation? Are you coming from an abusive situation that has made you feel like you have lost your voice? Well, I say to you, take some of the courage that Zacchaeus had. 
take your limitation and use it to be that thing that is your breakthrough because, see, there are people out here in the society that will benefit from you talking about your addiction. There are people out here in this world that will benefit from you talking about your abuse. There are people out here in this world, there are youth out here in this world that need the wisdom of the older generation in order to be able to clearly see the path that we are supposed to go. Same catalyst, different reaction. Your limitation is your breakthrough. Too often we allow that thing that we are ashamed of, that thing that we try to hide what we think is our weakness. Too often we allow that to hold us back from doing the things that God has called us to do. But Paul said, in my weakness, God has perfected. What makes you weak is where God will prove his strength. What people see as that thing that will keep you from surpassing them will be that thing that God uses to acknowledge you above other people. But it doesn't stop there. The second catalyst, the scripture goes on into verse 7. And it says, when all the people saw it. Now, I want to point out to you that the Bible does not say when some people saw it. It does not say when a few people saw it. It does not say when the Pharisees saw it. It says when all the people saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be a guest with a man that is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood up and said unto, the, and unto Jesus, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and I have taken anything from any man by false accusation. I restore it to him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, this day is salvation. Come to this house for as much as he is also a son of Abraham. For the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Zacchaeus did not just stop at receiving a breakthrough after climbing the tree. Zacchaeus continued to move on through his breakthrough. See, he noticed that the breakthrough was just, his, just the beginning. When he heard the people murmuring against Jesus, when he heard the people using the sins that he had or who he was to downcast Jesus, Zacchaeus used his breakthrough to make a deeper commitment to the Lord. He pledges half of all of his possessions to the poor. After that, he promises to pay back anybody that he has done wrong fourfold. Now, that is more than the law requires, and that is even more than what Jesus required. Can you see your breakthrough? Do you, do you see a vision in your future of how to use your breakthrough to make a deeper commitment to God? I can get up here all day long, and I can talk about the things that happened in my past. Most people that I know can talk about the things that happened in their, in their past. But I was watching Dave's sermon from last week this morning. And Dave said, what would have happened if somebody had just dreamed of Powerline, but waited for somebody else to do it? If somebody had a passion towards people in the streets, 
people coming from addiction, people coming from pain, but waited for somebody else to do the calling that God had given to them? What if somebody had waited to start Heartbeats? What if somebody had waited to start Homeless Outreach or the Food Pantry Network? What if somebody had waited? See, these are all people that found their limitations, and they saw that God had brought them through their limitations into a breakthrough, but it wasn't enough to just have a breakthrough. Those breakthroughs have to, have to come to be able to help and influence somebody else. You don't stop at the breakthrough. The breakthrough is just the beginning. What is the catalyst happening in your life right now? I know we like to sit in church, and while we're in church, we all like to smile with each other. I do it too. And we like to act like everything is okay. But for each of us, there is that event in life. There is something going on behind closed doors that maybe only those closest to us know about. But it's that thing that is shaking you and it is holding you still from moving into your full purpose, from reaching your full potential. That thing that you keep yourself closed off with, that you don't share with the rest of the world, that skeleton, for example, that is the thing that is now your limitation. It has now put a yoke around your neck and it has kept you in the same place for far too long. I came to tell you it's time for your breakthrough. There is a catalyst happening in this church. There is a catalyst happening in this community. There is a catalyst that is happening in your life that is calling you to a position beyond where you have reached right now. This is true for each and every person that sits in this room. But are you willing to look inside of yourself to see what your limitation is? Once you have named your limitation, are you willing, do you have enough courage can you hold tight enough to God to climb beyond what your limitation is? I've been short all my life. There's been no way around that. All the men in my family, they're over six feet. For some reason, God made me five foot eight. I don't know what that's about. And get this, when I was in school, I played quarterback. All right, five foot eight. All the linemen are six foot two. I couldn't see over anybody. I just throw the ball downfield and hope it went where it was supposed to go. <laughs> But I began to notice that just as much as I couldn't see over them, most of them could not see me. But what I could see clearly were the lanes where God was sending me to run. And I would tuck that ball and I would scramble for 40, 50 yards every time they tried to rush me. So then finally they began to spread out so I could see past them and I'd bomb the ball down the field. And that's where I was, see, I knew my limitation of being short. But I knew that there was a reason that God had given me the physical talent to play what I was playing. And my limitation became my breakthrough. I lived in the shadows of a great man. You guys have heard me talk about my father. I lived in the shadows of a great man, of a great preacher. And when I first started preaching here at Engage, I had so many conversations with Dave because I did not know how I would ever reach the stature that my father was at. I didn't know, and you guys have heard me preach about it before, how I would ever get to the point where I could preach with the amount of power that he preached with or move a church the way that he moved them and drive the spirit into a service. And then I realized that that was already built into me because I wasn't living in his shadow. 
We were all living in the service of the Lord. My limitation became my breakthrough. And now I see my breakthrough, and I bring it to you. We spend our time with each other. Trying to convince each other that everything is okay. But what happens if we're honest about our limitations with each other? What happens? What will happen is you will meet somebody that's struggling with the same limitation as you. What happens when you see past your limitation and you reach your breakthrough? What happens if you keep pushing beyond that? What you will find is that there was somebody waiting on the other side of your breakthrough to receive the power of the Spirit that you are now about to give to them. Before, I, before we, we started this service, I told Dave, I was, I was nervous because I had written the sermon in a different fashion than I normally do. And I was nervous that the sermon was going to be me speaking and not God speaking because normally I leave the space open for God to be able to talk and I just have notes on where I'm supposed to go. But I feel like God stepped in right on time. Normally I get a little frustrated with stuff like this. Normally if I was at home, I'd have probably chucked the tablet across the room. But the truth is, what God had wanted to say was already burned into my soul. See, the limitation that I'm facing right now, the limitation that I'm trying to battle through right now is still feeling like an imposter. I still struggle with the fact that I've been called to preach and I've been called to be a pastor, but yet the life that I lived is so far from God. So how can I? How can I speak to certain church folk who never lived where I live, who never went through what I went through? How can I give God to them? Yeah, I'm fine with the person from the street. I can talk to the person from the street all day long, but how do I talk to that person that's always been inside of God? See, that is my limitation. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to be my breakthrough. Because as this thing goes along, as God continues to build these ministries, what I find is that those people that I thought I could not reach are the ones who are actually behind me encouraging me. My limitation is my breakthrough. Look at yourself today. Name your limitation. Don't run from it. Don't hide from it. Acknowledge it's a limitation. Acknowledge that it's something that is holding you back. Get the strength and the courage of Zacchaeus. Climb that tree that is going to take you to your breakthrough. Climb beyond those people that are holding you back from seeing clearly where God is trying to take you. Climb above it all until Jesus calls you by your name and decides to come and sup with you. But when he does, take your breakthrough and make a radical commitment to the Lord. Take that thing that people hold against you and commit it to God. Use that thing that they hold against you to change somebody else's life. I promise you, at the end of it all, that limitation will be your strength. The breakthrough is the beginning of a beautiful journey to salvation. I ask you to step into it today. Let us pray.
Father, I thank you for all things. I thank you that you're an all-knowing and all-seeing God. I thank you for your change of plans. I thank you for never leaving us. I thank you for always hearing us. I thank you for always walking with us. I thank you for always seeing us. Father, help us to see our limitations. That we may hand them over to you. That we might receive our breakthrough. That through you, we might be the breakthrough for somebody else.